Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to our 13th episode. Spooky. (laughs) Oh my god, 13 just reminds me that, you know, COVID and everything started on Friday the 13th. Oh my gosh, it really did. Wow. (laughs) Throwback. That seems like a lifetime ago. So, I I believe that this number is, um... Unlucky? Yeah. Sort Ooh, of. Yikes. <laughs> well, yeah. No, this one will be good, though. It, honestly, 13 can be lucky or unlucky. Yeah. Know? It's one or the other, not in the middle. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be a good episode. I can feel mm-hmm. it in my bones. Yeah, me too. In my bones. <laughs> okay, so... Remember how last week and maybe the week before that, I told you I was gonna work for DoorDash? Yeah. I still yes. haven't, um... <laughs> uploaded my driver's <laughs> license i just thought i'd give you a quick update on that but sounds like you don't actually want to work for no i do i'm just so busy i'm so busy i'm like helping my friend plan her wedding that's next weekend so well not plan it like just get everything done last minute mm. and i have been so well, once stressed that's done no yeah once that's done i'm gonna be a free Go yeah. a free bird oh my free god bird. free bird that reminds me of something i was gonna tell you about <laughs> what okay so there has been a bird in my ceiling in the in your ceiling yes on the second floor so my room's on the first floor yeah and yeah so this happened last year too the um there's like i guess a vent right outside my room outside oh yeah i think we talked about this on the podcast yeah did we really yeah i think so because yeah, I think so. Well, actually, I don't know. We <laughs> definitely talked about like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah, the bird has been back, and it's been, <sighs> like, making so much noise. It, like, wakes me up in the morning. No. It's, like, rustling around in there. And then <laughs> I have to go, and there's, like, a bathroom right next to me, so I have to turn on the fan in there, and it, like, blows air, so I guess it, it gets <laughs> you out. You should just then, leave the fan on. It's loud. That's um, the only thing. Dang. But... Yeah, Tragic. that's <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is, was my news. <laughs> that's really funny. Okay, um, first of all, have you did you watch? This is completely change of the subject, <laughs> but I got to talk about it. Have you watched The Circle season one on Netflix? Oh, I saw the first one, and I saw that there's another one. Okay, yeah. So I've been watching season two, but I had a quick little story because your girl was supposed to be on season two. Did you know that? Wait, were you? Yeah. Yeah, I got really far in, like, the casting process (laughs) somehow. I don't know how. Literally did not even try that hard. But it came down to the point where they were like, okay, write us, like, an essay, basically, about, like, would you be yourself or would you be a catfish and why? And I literally couldn't decide so much that I'd never even turned anything else in. Because I couldn't, I couldn't decide. But so that's the only reason. <laughs> because and so then I kind of forgot about it. I got busy doing other things, um, and then so when this came out, I was like reminded that that happened. <laughs> but oh I'm God. so happy that I didn't because those people, I can't, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Glad I wasn't on that Loki. But no, yeah. Well, also there was another reason I didn't do it too. Um, you couldn't have a job for like six months. Yeah. And so well, I was do like, they give you money? No, I don't think so. Unless you win. 
Well, but, I guess they, they, like, give you housing. And yeah, no, and yeah. Stuff, so. You get, like, yeah. But, like, I had a job, and I was, like, I had I had just got yeah. hired. I was, like, I can't quit. Yeah, true. That's true. I mean, I could have, but, like, <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> so I didn't. Yeah. But, like, still to this day, I don't know. Like, because I would want to go in as myself to be genuine. But really, I want to be a catfish. So that's pretty much what I had narrowed down is that I was going to be a catfish. But I think you would have been really good at being a catfish. But I don't, I didn't know who I wanted to be. And that's what it came down to. I was like, mm. I don't know who I could pull off me being. Yeah, that's true. So who true. could I pull off being? I don't know. See, that's you're, what I'm saying. You're just like really convincing in any way though. So it's like, I feel like any person. True. <laughs> well, catch me on season three. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. That would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I did get an email actually. To like sign up for season three, so <gasps> um, maybe you should do it. Maybe, maybe I'll try. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, <laughs> one other thing that I wanted to mention: we did make a YouTube channel. Is that what it is? Channel. Yeah, channel. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I think we're gonna put the link in the description. I guess. Yes. Follow and... it. Subscribe. Yes. We like and have... subscribe. <laughs> yeah, we don't have many things up there yet. We're trying to get all the episodes on there yeah. audio only because yeah, we for don't now. do video. But um, Spoiler alert, in the future, we want to do video, but um, mm-hmm. we're going to have to get there <laughs> at some point. That's yeah. not right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely not right now. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually. We'll probably be like um, doing our video with like those fake backgrounds <laughs> with like the digital background of me at the beach. Yeah, or like I'm the potato <laughs> filter. You oh, know. exactly. That would be funny. Honestly. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> I couldn't even take myself seriously. Okay, but before you go into your story, I have to do a quick little shout out to, okay, so we have like analytics and we can see like where all of our listeners are from and things. And we have some listeners in Israel. And I think that is so cool. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. Thanks for listening. Yes. And we have we have listeners from like all over the world. Oh so yeah. We that's have really shout cool out to too. all of y'all. <laughs> shout out to you if you're in the United States too, but it's cooler if you're not, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're from here, so yeah. it's not that cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let me get into my story then. Yes, I'm excited. <clears throat> okay. So Mine is the Haunted St. Augustine Lighthouse. Oh, okay. In Florida? Yes. Oh, I've never been there, but I've always wanted to go. Yeah, I've never been there either. But it seems like this lighthouse seems really cool. Like, I want to go visit it. Ooh. Should put it on our list. Juju. (laughs) Write it down. Okay. So, this lighthouse is, like, really famous for being haunted, I guess. Ooh. Um... And it was on Ghost Hunters and BuzzFeed Unsolved did an episode on yes, that. Yes, that's what I was going to be like. I feel like I watched something recently. It was definitely BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah, I um, I actually got a lot of my information from the BuzzFeed Unsolved. We love them. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of this stuff is directly from them. So. <laughs> but anyway, um, so St. Augustine was the first real city in America, too. Oh, what? Really cool. No, I did yeah, not so know that. Yeah, so it's, like, that. really old. Um, it's, because it's, like, I, they actually said this in the BuzzFeed video. Um, it's the <laughs> oldest continually inhabited settlement in the United States. Oh, interesting. So, I guess, once it was settled, like, 
Nobody ever left. Just, yeah. <laughs> People have been yeah. there since then. <laughs> Crazy. Since like 1565. What? So. Wow. That's so unheard of. 1500s. I know. In America? Like what? What? Um, yeah. And it's 40 miles south of Jacksonville. So mm-hmm. I guess that's like a bigger area. People know it better. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. In 1565, it was a Spanish settlement. And then it was taken by the British in 1763. Ooh. Um, and then right after the British took it over, the H- HMS Industry, which is a, a ship, it sank in the water below the lighthouse. What? Yeah. Were there um, people on it? You know, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I didn't really <laughs> look too much into that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think there were, yeah. Mm. Um. So I guess, yeah, that's the first thing. Like, people are haunting the water, yeah. maybe? I don't know. Probably. Um, and the lighthouse has been there since 1586. So, like Still standing to- today? Well, Like, I mean, obviously they've done repairs and stuff. I'll get into it. There's technically a new one. Oh. But, um, so, yeah, like, 20 years after it was settled, like, they built this lighthouse, and it's there's been one there ever since. Um, and because of, like, eroding coastlines, it was started to fall into the ocean in the mm-hmm. 1880s. Um, and the new one was built 500 yards from the old one. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. most lighthouses. <clears throat> so it's, like, the same area. Yeah. So I guess the same ghosts could be there. <laughs> yeah. But it is technically a different lighthouse. Um. So this new one began guiding ships in 1874. Um, oh, and the I guess the first one was like the earliest permanent aid to navigation in the U.S. What? So that's crazy. The first lighthouse, maybe. I, I was gonna say, is it the first lighthouse? Yes. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> um. Okay. So the newer the newer lighthouse, which is still really old, um, it. Began guiding ships in 1874, and the light could be seen up to 24 nautical miles away. Oh. And it's currently the oldest brick structure in St. Augustine. What? So the oldest structure in the oldest city. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's old. Yeah. Um, Fun fact, 219 steps to the top. (laughs) I feel like that's not that bad. Kind of short. Yeah, I guess for a lighthouse. I don't know. I mean, 200 steps kind of, I mean, not easy on a stair climber, but not the worst mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I used to, do, have you been up lighthouses before? Like, I yeah. really haven't. Yeah, I've been up one mm. when I was little. I haven't been to the top of any lighthouse, I don't think, but in Delaware, where I used to go camping, um, there's this park, state, uh, Cape Henelopin State Park. And they had, like, lookout towers. Oh, yeah. I've been to lookout towers, too. So, when they're, I, like, similar. But... Yeah. When I was little, I went with the Girl Scouts to one... I don't remember what lighthouse it was, but a lighthouse. And we... It was miserable, okay? Because <laughs> there's no air conditioning, obviously. We went in the middle of summer, and I almost had a heat stroke. Literally. Oh from climbing the steps. And I had... Your girl has asthma bad. Couldn't mm-hmm. breathe. It was very hot. But... So, zero out of ten experience for me. <laughs> And you said 219 steps is not a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a lot. Just, I expected it to be more. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I wonder how much those, like, lookout towers I used to go up were. Because we used to go camping there, like, every year. So I would climb those a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering. Okay, anyway. We're gonna get on to the ghosts that are in the tower. Spooky wookie. All right. So one of them is Peter Rasmussen. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the first lighthouse keepers. So I guess they're the ones who live there and, like... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, do the light and everything. Yeah, um, he's now ghost. <laughs> now ghost. Um, he is like the first ghost people come in contact with. Oh. He's in like the keeper's house, mm-hmm. which is like in the basement of the lighthouse. So Ooh. when you first walk in, a lighthouse has a basement, or just like the first. Floor? I think it's just like the base oh. of it, mm-hmm. and they called it a basement. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, they say he's just. If you see, like, a man in a blue suit, that's him. And he worked in the lighthouse from 1901 to 1924, mm-hmm. which is the longest any keeper was there. Oh, wow. I mean, that was so. a long time. Yeah, 23 years. Wow. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he loved cigars, so many people report smelling the c- cigars. Whoa. Um, and he also hated tourists. So. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> He's really cranky. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he he doesn't really do anything to the tourists or anything, but he just doesn't like them. Yeah, (laughs) I feel that. I really relate. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Then there is William Harn. He was one of the first keepers. I think he was the actual first one. Because the first one in like the newer, the second Mm -hmm. lighthouse. Um, Yeah. Because that was built in 1874 and he came on in 1875, so... Oh, um, fun fact: He was born in Philadelphia. Same. Shout out. Shout <laughs> and out. then I guess he made his way down to Florida. <laughs> he made his way down yonder. Yeah. Um, Just like he, you. you. Yeah. Didn't exactly. go, you didn't go as far, but I, I might. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Um, he was the first keeper to die at the lighthouse. Oh, he so. died there. Yes. Well, oh, how, how? how are you? How are they supposed to be ghosts there? Like, I don't know. Think they died there. I mean, I know, but like the keeper died there. Like how? Yeah, a few of them died there. Oh, <laughs> um, he died of he had malaria and tuberculosis. Mm. Yeah, so that happens. He got it from the Civil War. Oh, tragic. Yes. And because he had tuberculosis, um, you can hear him coughing uh, in the parlor. Ew. Okay, I don't like that. I he's not even bad, but I don't like it. <laughs> like, I, I would not want to hear somebody coughing behind me. Oh, I don't no. Know. I, like, looked this guy up um, just to find more stuff up, stuff out about him. Mm-hmm. And he, I don't know, he seems like a pretty good guy. <laughs> he just coughs. So. Yeah, he just, he's got tuberculosis. What can you do? He, like, had all these things going for him in the war. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know anything about war or like the History. military <laughs> to know what any of it meant but like yeah. i was on his he has like a wikipedia page oh what so yeah it's famous yeah that's where i found out he was born in philadelphia i wonder oh. if we were born in the same area i wonder you probably were <laughs> that'd be funny in like thousands no hundreds of years apart <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> okay all right the next person is joseph andrew um, he was another lighthouse keeper. So oh, these keepers. the third one. 
Um, and he was the keeper of the original lighthouse. Oh. So the one that fell into the ocean, basically. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That happened to one in North Carolina, too. Um, I don't remember which one. Maybe the Ogrecoke one? Yeah. Don't I know. guess because, I mean, they <clears throat> build no, them close to No, it was Hatteras. It was Hatteras. No, yeah, because I've, I've been there. They mm-hmm. had to they had to move it way back from the shore because it, like, mm-hmm. literally, I think, fell in. Because, yeah, I mean, they want to keep it as close to the water as they can so they, yeah, the boats can see them, but also the erosion. water erosion. Yeah, so. Yeah. Rip to the lighthouses. Yeah. Um, okay, so Joseph was the keeper of the original lighthouse. Um, so he can be seen at the top of the lighthouse, like, pacing over the observation deck. What? Like, That's crazy. you know, the observation deck is yeah. a... Like, yeah. Circular area around, I guess, with, like, Mm -hmm. the little bar. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And he died in 1859 at age 60. Oh, he lived a good life. Long one for the times. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. True. Um, And I... Okay. I don't know if you'll be able to guess this, but I kind of want to see... How do you think he died? Um, If he he, fell off. He fell off the top of that thing. Yeah, he did. No. He was <laughs> he so was scary. whitewashing the outside of the tower, like painting it, and he he fell to his death. No, sadly. that's sad. Yeah. Uh, wait, yeah. how tall? It's only two hundred steps. I feel like that's not that tall. But maybe my brain just yeah, can't really comprehend I it. I guess I don't know. Mhm. Um. Yeah. So he's seen at the top, looking out. That's um, sad. And after he died, his wife actually took over. What? As the keeper? Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. We love that. Women so empowerment. So in eight, January 1860, so like, I think like the month after he died, she wow. just took his place. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. And here's some stuff about her. Um, Her name was Maria. And she has like a really long name. <laughs> it's like Maria Mestre de, de las Dolores. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Because <laughs> that's yeah, Joseph his last name. Or whatever yeah. his name is. Um, so Maria, she was the first woman lighthouse keeper. Shout out to her. Yes, and she was the first Hispanic American woman to control a federal shore installation. Whoa. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Go, Maria. And it doesn't stop there. Um, the Coast Guard actually honors her as the first female employee and one of the first Hispanic employees. What? Even though wow. the Coast Guard didn't really, like, run the lighthouses back then, they still, like, claim her. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and she can be seen on the observation deck as well oh, um, with her hair down and she's in a white dress. Mm. So. Is she with her husband or no? Yes, yes. Oh they they walk around together and... That's yeah. so cute. Okay, I'm really trying to go to this lighthouse. I know. <laughs> I know. I want to see Joseph and Maria. I like, Same. that's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> okay. So that's it for those two. Um, okay, so the next person I have is... Well, okay, so it's the daughters of... Hezekiah H. Pity. Mm-hmm. Hezekiah is just a very interesting name. It is indeed. Um, he was the constru- construction superintendent for like the 
the newer, the second lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was being built from 1871 to 1874. Um, and he would bring his daughters to work with him. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me they died. <laughs> no. Well, um, the two sisters, Eliza and Mary, and another girl who was like a worker, one of the workers' daughters, mm-hmm. they would all play together. And one day they were playing in a cart that was used to carry materials mm-hmm. for the renovation. Like, I think it was like sort of on a track, hmm. you know, running from like sort of the edge over to like the lighthouse. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was said that the cart broke loose oh. and no. they didn't jump out in time and they plummeted into the water. Oh. Into the bay. Oh, wow. That is that like a far drop from the I, lighthouse to the water? I'm guessing. That is tragic. Yeah. How mm-hmm. old were they? Um, and I all of them, either. all of them just had to They're watch that. They're just like that? young girls. That's... They were young. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would guess under ten. Yeah, I don't really know for sure. Um, they all three died. Yeah. Mm. That's mm. so they can be seen around the lighthouse. Um, they're heard like laughing at the top of the tower at night, or they you can hear them. Laughing and playing on the grounds. They like to play hide and seek. That's cute. Um, I don't like it at all, though. Yeah, I know. Like, kids are cute, but then also, like, ghost kids are, like, creepy. No. I don't want to hear no kid ghost laughing near me. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It kind of be... It might be cool. Mm, I guess. (laughs) Um, So, somebody has seen... A girl in a dress, in a red dress, in the window of the keeper's house. Like Who is that? when they were outside of the building, they saw her just like standing inside. Wow. Um, and people also see children's footprints inside ah, no. the lighthouse. Like, you know, they run around barefoot and mm-hmm. then they have dirt on their feet. And what? Wait, so we don't know footprints. who the red dress woman is. It was a a kid. Oh. So it was one of them. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Got it. Um, and some this one's sad. Some people have spotted Eliza floating in the water. Oh. In no. the blue dress that she died in. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> that is Yeah. Like very traumatic. I know. Yeah, but a lot of people just see them like running around and stuff and like mm-hmm. laughing, so well, that's I good. Guess, yeah, that's good. Okay, so this part made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm ready. This part I saw on BuzzFeed, the BuzzFeed video. Um, there's a ghost cat. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> apparently, there was this boy named Cracker Daniels. And it's oh. like, okay, first of all, okay, what kind of name is that? <laughs> Um, and he went to the top of the lighthouse and he had, he put a parachute that he made on his sister's cat (laughs) and he dropped the cat off the top of the lighthouse to see if the parachute would work. Oh my God. It didn't work. It did work. (laughs) It did work. (laughs) Yes. 
That's so funny. Can you just imagine a little boy throwing a oh, cat off I know. and then the parachute works? I know. Like, can you imagine the cat floating down? <laughs> the cat was probably so, so scared. Funny. Yeah, I know. And so the cat was not really harmed from this, according <laughs> to um, the BuzzFeed video. Yeah. Um, and... But, like, the cat does haunt the area, apparently. <laughs> so. It's just like, yeah, this place is cool. This is where I want to yeah, be. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm glad it didn't die. I know. Yeah, that would have From the parachute, at least. <laughs> okay, so there's a few other things um, that people will see when they go around the lighthouse that are a little ghostly. Um, Ooh, spooky. Staff members say that they lock the door at the top of the tower every night, but mm-hmm. then in the morning, it'll be open. Ew. But, and people say that it is uh, Joseph and Maria because they like to walk on top of there. Yeah. So they'll, like, open the door. That's That would scare me more that there would be, like, people up there, like, real live people instead of ghosts. Like, <laughs> yeah, if I was working there, I'd be like, is it, um, hello? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Um, it's definitely the ghost, there, though. Yeah. There's also been, like, chairs have been moved or turned over. What? Which is like, you know, that's... just bored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this one was kind of weird. Like, items in the gift shop are moved around and appeared later in different spots. But it's like, don't a lot of people go in the gift shop? <laughs> right. Don't you, like, pick up stuff and you're like, never mind, this is too expensive. Yeah. I do that. So I don't really know what that one was supposed to mean. Wait, is the gift shop, like, in the lighthouse? I'm guessing, yeah. Oh. I want to go. I know. I, re- I really want to go, too. Um, and the last thing was that music boxes will turn on by themselves. Oh, uh-uh. Start playing music. That is sign number one to turn around <laughs> and go back the way you came. Okay, you just said you wanted to go. I do, but then I still will go. But I don't want to hear a music box going off. That's, like, the creepiest thing. Like, Hallmark yeah, scary movie true. thing all the time. I really want to go, though. It seems, like, so cool. Yeah, no, it I does just, seem cool. Also, like, the town. Like by the beach and stuff. Yeah. Yes, and it's, like, a, the oldest town. We have to go. Yeah, we do. Did you? Mark that as number one. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> true. And it's by the beach. Perfect right? summer trip. Exactly. Florida. Love Florida. Crazy, mm-hmm. but love it. Okay. So, are you ready for your story now, Taylor? Oh, I am. Are you ready for my story? I don't know. Is the question. It seems kind of, it seems like it's going to be a lot from what you've told <sighs> okay. me. Which so. is like nothing. <laughs> yeah. I think you have no idea. Um, you've definitely <laughs> heard of the story though. Um, okay. Okay. So, this week I'm doing the legend of the Greenbrier Ghost. And you might say, oh. Taylor, I've never heard of that, but you definitely have. I think... I have actually heard of that, but I don't remember anything about that. <laughs> Ooh, okay, well, let me tell you about it. So, um, <clears throat> okay, so my parents and all my family are from West Virginia. I think I've mentioned that many times on this podcast. Um, but specifically, they're from, like, a really small town called Raynell, West Virginia. And um, so my whole life, I've been going out there, visiting all the time spending time in West Virginia, specifically in this area. And so I have known about this legend my whole life. And it only, like, very recently got kind of popular. Um, a couple podcasts have, like, covered it. Maybe a lot. I don't know. But I thought I would cover it because I, I don't really have personal experience, but I do a little bit. So. 
Ooh. You know? We always love when it's personal experience. I know. See, I need to do one where I have some personal experience. You do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, the Greenbrier Ghost, and by the way, it's called the Greenbrier Ghost because um, it's located in Greenbrier County, West Virginia. Okay, so. but, yeah, I thought it was, like, the location. Yes, it is. Cool. So, the Greenbrier Ghost is the nickname of the ghost of this young woman whose name was Zona Heaster Shoe, and she was murdered in 1897. Dun, dun, dun! Um, okay, so, a little bit of history. So, Zona had a child out of wedlock in 1895, which, I mean, obviously for the time, not accepted. Yeah, that seems (laughs) bad. (laughs) Yeah, not allowed. So... I couldn't find literally anything about what happened to this baby. I have no idea. I know that her and the guy, like, first of all, she wasn't even sure about whose baby it was, but Mm. the baby daddy that she thought it was, like, left. He was like, nah, not about that life. (laughs) But also, she doesn't have the baby, so I don't know where this baby went. Who's to say? Oh. Don't know. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Um, I know. (laughs) So, um, anyway, after the baby... She just moved on with her life. Don't know what she did with it. She was like, all right, peace. But um, in 1896, she met this guy who was like a drifter. And his name is Erasmus Stribling Trout Shoe. And he had just moved to Greenbrier County to start a new life. So that would be red flag number one in my book, (laughs) I would say. Um, So uh, like I said, I have literally grown up my whole life like knowing about this story and i'll tell Mm -hmm. you why like a little bit later but um but it wasn't literally until i started doing research on this that i realized that so in his name trout that is my grandma's um maiden name (gasps) what yeah and so i tried my absolute hardest to go i'm not doing ancestry i'm not providing my dna but um I tried so hard to find a family tree and see if, like, I mean, obviously, we're related somehow. Oh, my <laughs> like, God, in Taylor, this... you have to do your DNA. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That's insane. Maybe. Dude, this man, I mean, spoiler alert, he's the murderer. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what I would think. And <laughs> um, you're related. I'm related to him, yeah. Possibly, possibly. I mean, allegedly, what, allegedly but what are the odds in this tiny town of, like, 20 yeah. i'm gonna guess twenty thousand people maximum that this guy would have the same like one of his last names as my grandma like yeah, come and on that's now. like not like trout is not really common i don't think no right? no like in west virginia and all the people named trout are my family so yeah yeah so uh oh that's one way <laughs> i mean so fun i might be related to a murderer but you know maybe that's why i have such bad luck i don't know um <laughs> anyways though so him and zona fell very quickly in love and got married even though zona's mom did not like this man from the absolute second that she met him and for no reason either just got extremely bad vibes immediately okay well maybe her intuition is telling her something exactly and also like (laughs) if your mom has a gut feeling about somebody like just listen to them you know yeah like maybe you no i mean i don't know i feel like listen to them personally mm-hmm. i would listen to my mom um yeah i probably would do yeah <laughs> um so the couple they live very peacefully for like 
a very short amount of time. <laughs> but tragically, Zona's body was found in her home only a few short months later by a young boy who had actually been sent to the house by Shu on an errand. Also, I'm going to call this man Shu. Just easier. I'm not calling him Erasmus every time I have to say this man's oh, name. So her like her like little boyfriend sent somebody to go find her? Uh yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But so oh my but God. a backstory on this boy. It wasn't just like weird that he would send this like this little boy was like eleven years old and he sent this okay. boy. So that's already so messed up. But apparently this little boy ran errands for this family all the time. So like it wasn't like okay. out of the blue. I mean it was. He he's the reason. I mean, he killed her, but... That's so awful, though. Like, he knows, and then he's just gonna traumatize this little boy. <laughs> right. So, this oh little boy finds her body at the foot of the steps, and obviously, he was traumatized, so he ran, like, across the street and told his mom, and she was actually the one, his mom, to call the doctor and the coroner. But, um, because of the time period, they didn't get there for almost an hour. Yeah. Um, which was not good because by the time the doctor got there, Shu had already carried Zona's body up the steps into their bedroom and laid her body on the bed. He had literally dressed her in extremely nice clothes, which I mean, maybe it doesn't sound that suspect, you know, like up until this point, maybe he's just sad. I don't know. Mm -hmm. His wife could be, have fallen down the steps, you know, but what is extremely suspect is that um, for this time period, like, you men did not clean or, like, dress corpses' bodies ever. It was literally the woman, the women in the community's job to do this. So oh. people already were like, okay, that's, that's a little bit weird, sir. You know this isn't your job. You know you're not supposed to be doing this. And he kind of, like, played it off. Like, oh, I'm just really sad about my wife dying. But... People were like, um... Did, so, like... did she, So, he knew that she was dead by then. Because you said the doctor was called, but... Yeah, but he hadn't got there yet. Because it took, like, an, over an hour for them to get but there. But, so, like... I'm just saying, like, did they know that she was dead? Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, the little boy knew she was dead. Like, when okay. he walked in. Yeah. Right. Okay. There was, like, blood. Like, she was dead. Mm-hmm. Um. So... Actually, he dressed her in this really high-necked dress, like a very stiff collar, pretty much a huge turtleneck. Um, And then he also, Um, yeah, and it was like not... Trying to hide something? mm, Potentially. Um, And he also put a veil over her face. Um, Okay. Yeah, which maybe isn't that weird, but I don't know. Yeah. Suspect, if you ask me. Um, So... When the doctor eventually freaking got there after eternity, um, <laughs> he found Shu upstairs in the bed holding his wife's head and crying. You know, I mean, as you would is, is expect, I guess, mm-hmm. of a husband. I don't know. But, um, so this man, <laughs> sorry, got lost for a minute. So at first, like when he walked in, he was just crying a little bit, but then he started getting. He started playing the part a little bit too much. He was, like... Being, like, super dramatic. Super, super dramatic. Super crying. Like, super, like, my wife's gone. (laughs) And, um, so, because he was acting, like, so unbelievably distraught, the doctor could literally only do a very short 
exam, like, of the body. Right. Because he was being ridiculous. Like. <laughs> yeah. See, okay. Not to sound like a psychopath, but, like, sometimes since I listen to these stories all the time, I'm like, what would I act like if I was trying to fake it? Like, I don't think I'd be good at it. <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't want to make myself out to be a murderer, but I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. <laughs> Honestly, see, you probably would. That's why you'd be good on the circle, too. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, okay, okay. So, but in his exam, you know, he tried. He was trying, but his hus- her, the husband, Shu, was just not having it. He was absolutely not letting this man do his job. But he did get a very quick look at her neck and he could see like a little bit of bruising. Mm -hmm. Um, But when he tried to like take off or like move the um, like turtleneck collar type thing, um, Shu reacted extremely violently towards the doctor. And so the doctor was like, okay, well, (laughs) this is not worth my life. So I'm leaving. Um, So he he left. Oh, well, never mind. He was like, okay, well, Okay. (laughs) But he was like, you know, this man, he's hurt. His wife just died very yeah. suspiciously. Yeah. And she might have a bruise on her neck, but, you know, I didn't see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's yeah. not really what he said. But, anywho, um, what did I just do? I lost my spot. <laughs> Actually, I closed the whole document. No. Oh. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> okay. Um, so, initially, um, the doctor... Did I mention his name? Don't remember. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, well, his name is Dr. Knapp. Knapp. I'm assuming it's Knapp. Okay. Dr. Knapp. So, he ruled at first Zona's death to be everlasting faint, which is what I feel like a lot of doctors ruled women's death back in this time, which just means they, like, passed out and never woke up. Kind of. What? Just fell asleep. I'm what? like, okay. Okay, back in the day, they really just... We're like, oh yeah, women just like faint all the time. And yeah, they okay. just they're just weak, weak and, like, and they what? faint. And sometimes they just like have everlasting faint and never wake up. I feel like people like women definitely just fake faint all the time. Right? <laughs> oh, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they had to. Like, why were they fainting so much? <laughs> or why did men think that they were? I don't know. I don't yeah, know where this came from. Weird, that's such a weird diagnosis. For everlasting real. faint. Like what? <laughs> right. So weird. But... Is that, like, a real thing still? No, I don't... No, 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 no. Can you faint in that? I mean, I guess you could. But. I mean, yeah, you definitely could, but there would be other reasons, like heart attacks. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> like, okay. it wouldn't just... Somebody wouldn't be, yeah, they died of everlasting faint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but that, the everlasting faint um, cause of death didn't last very long because then he changed it um, for no reason, really. I mean, he had a reason, but... He was like, okay, well, she didn't just fall asleep and die. First of all, she was at the bottom of the steps. So she at least fell down the stairs. But um, the second time around, he changed it to childbirth. Oh, what? And apparently, um, this same doctor, Dr. Knapp, had been treating Zona in the weeks before this happened to for, quote, female troubles. And he never elaborated on that. And people have tried to see since then, like, if she was pregnant. And nobody's ever been able to find out. If she was pregnant when she died, but people assume that she was. Oh. So, he might have not only killed her, but also maybe potentially their baby. So, that's even worse. Oh, my gosh. Wait, were they married? Uh, yeah. They were married. Oh. Huh. Yes, but they hadn't been married for very long. 
Like right. just a couple months, but they were married. Um, okay, so immediately when Zona's mom heard about her death, she literally said the words, the devil has killed her. And she <gasps> knew. She knew immediately. She was like, she didn't fall down the stairs. Um, she killed her. And she said it from the very beginning that he did. Nobody really believed her, though, at first. Mm. So, yeah. on January 24th, 1897, Zona was buried in the local cemetery, which is now known as the Soul Chapel Methodist Cemetery. And I have been there. So, crazy. But I'll talk about that later. Um, did you see her? No, <laughs> I didn't see her. I actually didn't even yeah. know at the time that that's oh, where she was buried. Yeah. I didn't know until yeah. I was researching this. But, oh. as I said, we'll get into that later. Um, so, at her burial slash funeral slash wake, they called it a bunch of different things. I don't know what they called it back then. But, <laughs> um, but there was a lot of people that showed up to it. And Shu would go from, like, extreme sadness and then immediately turn into, like, a burst of angry energy and just, like, hot and cold. Like, he was acting crazy. And people were noticing this, but, like, they were, like, he's just sad. You know, his wife said, I'm, like, okay, but you can only really, I mean, people grieve in different ways, but this is just suspect, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so suspect. Um, so, yeah, he also, as you can probably imagine, didn't allow anybody to come close to the coffin at all. Yeah, because he's, like, I don't want you guys seeing what I did. Yeah, no, can't get, no, can't do that. And so, people actually... Oh, and also, he wrapped a scarf around her neck this time for the funeral. And so people kept asking. They were like, um, why Why is her face so covered and her neck so covered with this scarf? And he was like, oh, it'll help her rest easier. It was her favorite scarf. Like, um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, sir. And not only did he have the scarf covering up her neck, but he also had a huge pillow on one side of her head and a big sheet on the other side to kind of, like, prop up her head. Hmm. And people were like, um, what is all this about? And he was like, it's just, you know, her favorite objects. I'm like, yo, yo, okay. Okay, sir. <laughs> um, yeah. The things you're saying just aren't really, hmm. they're not really making sense. And so as much as he tried to hide it, people were really starting to question him, especially mm-hmm. when they had to move her body um, to the cemetery. Because everybody that had to carry her said that her head felt extremely loose that is disgusting oh my god Mm -hmm. and but they didn't question it too hard but they were just like "Hmm, that's a little bit strange (laughs) and i'm like that's very strange sir nobody's head should be that loose that's nasty i'm starting to put things together yeah so as i mentioned earlier um mary heaster is that's zona's mom so mary okay knew she knew from the start she murdered her daughter And after the wake, she actually removed the sheet that was inside of the coffin, like, propping her head up. Because, I mean, she was already buried at this point. So she took the sheet and tried to return it to Shu. And, you know, she was pretending. She was like, here you go. I thought you might want this Mm -hmm. to remember your love. But he refused to take it. Like, he wasn't even fronting anymore. He was like, "Mm -mm, no. Oh, (laughs) jeez. And so she took it with her. You know, she was like, okay, well, this is a piece of my daughter, so... But she noticed a really weird smell to it. So she was Mm. like, okay, I'm going to wash it. And when she washed it, so you you need to know, the sheet is white. Okay? It's white. It's white. It's currently white. She washes it. And the second that the sheet touched the water, the water turned red. The sheet was white, but the water turned red. But then 
the sheet started soaking up the water and it was um like dyed like light pink but it was not bloody before and so mary took this as a sign from zona she was like this is my daughter telling me that she was murdered because this is not normal first of all like this definitely not (laughs) that's weird what right it just (laughs) you're right she's like okay interesting very interesting so after this she started praying every single night and she was praying that zona would come to her and help her figure out what happened she was like i have to know like zona please please i just i want to help avenge you pretty much and she did this every single night every single night without which she didn't miss a single night Mm -mm. and four weeks after the funeral zona appeared to her mom in a dream and she said to her shu is an evil man and that he abused her all the time and one night he came home and he thought that she didn't cook any meat for dinner and oh my God. he attacked her and he broke her neck and that's how she died and to prove this the ghost in mary's dream completely turned her head all the way around like an owl <gasps> And she was like, yeah, he broke my neck, mom. And the next four nights after that, she returned and was telling her mom and to visit her. So. Oh, my God. Just because (laughs) she didn't cook meat. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she also did cook meat. He just didn't see it. Oh, my God. Or, like, smell it at first, I guess. This man. (laughs) So, all because she wasn't a good, faithful wife to cook him some meat for dinner, he literally murdered her. Very brutally. So. Well, she's not going to be cooking anything then. Like, right. What was like, he thinking? Have fun starving. Like, Literally. Right. You cook it yourself. And now you don't have anyone to cook it for you. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, okay. After the four nights of Zona visiting her mom in her dreams, Mary went to... She was like, you know what? This is enough for me. I got all the proof I need. Um, so, she went down to the local prosecutor, John Preston, and... Spent many hours explaining to him what happened and somehow convincing him to reopen the case of her daughter's death. So, so she did convince him? Yeah, she did. So nobody actually knows, like, if he believed her about the ghost situation, mm-hmm. but he believed her enough to send police to interview some people of interest. He was like, all right, you know what? I don't know if I believe you, but... I'll, I mean, I'm not really doing anything else, so might as well <laughs> ask some people around. And the first person that they went to, as you can probably imagine, was the doctor, the coroner, Dr. Okay. Nat. And he said, he told them straight up, he was like, on the day of her death, I wasn't able to do a complete exam of her body because she was being crazy. And the prosecutor was like, okay, well, that's enough evidence for me. Let's exhume her body. And give her a real autopsy then, since you didn't do it. Since you didn't do your job, sir. <laughs> so, on February 22nd, 1897, Zona's body was taken from her grave to the local one-roomed schoolhouse. <laughs> and this is where oh. they did the autopsy. That's <laughs> really weird. That is so weird, I know. <laughs> They're gonna do it in the schoolhouse. I know, like all these little kids are just about to go like sit on their desk on Monday. Went over the weekend... <laughs> There was a body on it. There was a body there. Right. (laughs) So crazy. Um, And apparently, Shu, quote, vigorously complained. And, but he was required to be there. So, 
He had oh. he had no choice but to be there. Oh. But he tried his hardest to get out of it. Um, and when he got there, he was like, I know you're going to arrest me. But guess what? You're never going to be able to prove that it was me. So I won't be charged for it. He straight up just said that to them. I'm like, okay, sir, you are so stupid, but whatever. Okay, he literally, like, they didn't even find anything yet. Right. Like, like they didn't find right. anything on him no. yet. And then no. they're, he just said. He's like, yep, well, you got me. you guys know it's me, but yeah. um, you're not going to prove it. He's so. like, ha too bad. Like, <laughs> I just, bad. I'm telling you right now that it was me, but. But, sorry, <laughs> can't get me. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, <laughs> okay, so. It took them three days to finish his autopsy because I guess he was like, okay, oh, I'm going to do it right this time. Like, you could have mm-hmm. did it right the first time, but okay. Um, but when it was over, they found the cause of death to be that her neck was broken and her windpipe was smashed. Mm. Okay, so trigger yeah. warning. Um, if you don't like discussing, just maybe skip like 30 seconds, but I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> give okay. all the info. All the I discussing. Can't yeah, sorry, Savannah. You don't you're the only one without the option. Um, <laughs> okay, so there was severe bruising on her neck in the shape of fingerprints, proving <gasps> that she had been choked. And okay, this is disgusting, so really brace yourself. So her neck was completely dislocated between her first and second vertebrae, and that's why her head was so loose. Like completely she was not connected. Like, pretty much, other than, like, tendons and muscle, like, she was pretty much decapitated. Um, Yeah. The ligaments in her neck, all torn, all ruptured. Even they weren't connected. Like, she was literally being held together by her skin. He just did that with his hands? Yes, with his hands. All because of some meat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I cannot believe that people are, like, that powerful that they can just do that to you. Right. You know? Right. It's so horrifying. Um, oh, also, her windpipe had been crushed to a point in the very front of her neck. Like, not only was it completely oh, broken, he, like, cru- like crunched it to one single point. Like, this man was strong, apparently. Obviously. So, mm-hmm. um, as you can imagine, immediately, on site, he was arrested. Because <laughs> they're, I yeah. mean, they might have been stupid, but they weren't that stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, come on, who else would have done this? They're like, okay, sir, first of all, you already told us that it was you. Yeah, literally. But- <laughs> You tried awfully hard to hide it from us. Um, okay, so awaiting trial, he was held in Lewisburg Jail, which is, like, pretty much the closest, like, quote, big city. Because <laughs> okay. it's still small, but yeah, it's, like, the biggest city, like, anywhere near. Um, so, as he was waiting for the trial, he told, no, no, I don't know what that was, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot more information came out about this man's life when he was, like, sitting in jail. So, he had been married twice before he married Zona. And his first marriage ended in divorce after his wife, like, accused him of great cruelty. Okay. So, um, he beat her too, but she got out. His second marriage ended because she died, (laughs) very suspiciously, only one year after they had been married. And allegedly, he accidentally dropped a brick on her head. When she, when he was oh making repairs God. to the roof in a different county of West Virginia, he accidentally dropped a brick on her oh head. Oh my God, this man. <laughs> I know. He's I horrible. He's horrible, dude. And I'm probably related to him. So oh my God, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I wish <laughs> I could forget about that. I really do. 
I hope you're not, actually. Like, what if it's just, like, a random... Yeah. Like, it seems like it could be true, but... I hope. I really do. (laughs) Because I'm not trying to be... That's awful. ...in any way related to this horrible man. He just dropped a brick on her. Yeah. He probably didn't drop a brick. He probably crushed her with that brick and said that it accidentally fell. Probably. Because then that's when he moved to start a new life. And that's when he got with Zona. So, I See, think it was I'm a very glad... short time period in between all these happenings. Right. But I'm I'm glad for nowadays where you can just look these these things up online. <laughs> Same. I could not live in these I times. mean, I guess, like, was he... I guess he was never really, like, charged for that. No. Right? No. So, after, but like, he kept moving. Could... Like, after his first wife, he moved. And that's when he met his second wife. And after she died, yeah. he moved again. So, like, people just couldn't really... That's why they called him, like, a drifter. I'm like, sir, you're not drifting. You're running from your murders. And honestly, those two, like, Zona and his second wife, probably were not his first. I mean, he was awfully good at killing people. So. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Okay, so the trial. The trial of the century. As they say about every single trial. Um, Right. (laughs) Okay, on June 22nd, 1897, the trial began, and Mary Heaster, Zona's mom was the star witness. Um, Preston, the guy that she originally went to talk to, he was the prosecutor, and he questioned her relationship with Zona, how she felt about Shu, but most importantly, what all happened when she was visited by the ghost of Zona. Mm. And surprisingly enough, I I was shocked to see this, that majority of people in the courtroom actually believed her story about the ghost. Yeah, honestly, I... I'm not surprised. Like, I don't know, but for, like, for some reason, like, during that time and the fact that it's in West Virginia just makes me think people believe it. (laughs) I don't know why. True. Just, like, my my thoughts about that, those two Mm -hmm. factors is just, like, oh, well, yeah, people would probably believe that. Yeah. I mean, I kind of believe her, but also, like, even if the ghost didn't really come back to her, like, she knew. Yeah. Like, she knew. Maybe it was just her, like, mother's instinct or whatever, but, like, Mm -hmm. she knew. And I mean, the fact that she got that whole story from her dream and stuff, like... Right. It seems like that actually happened, so exactly. probably... Exactly. She probably did come to her. Right. And know? that is how she died. And she knew this before. Like, they were never going to reopen her case if it wasn't for her going to the prosecutor and mm-hmm. telling her this. Yeah. And then it was just confirmed to be true when they found out how she actually died. So, I believe her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so did the rest of them. On the jury, because it only took one hour to decide what was going to happen to Shu. It's also crazy that they could have u- they like used that in court. Like, can you use stuff like that in court nowadays? Absolutely not. In <laughs> fact, I was going to say it later, but this was the one and only trial ever in history to have a ghost testimony. What? Wait, that was a ghost testimony? Yeah. Just the yeah. fact that she had a dream? Yeah, or... because it was a dream of her ghost Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so no, obviously That's that can't, crazy. especially not today, cannot be used. But it was the only time that it ever was used in court. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. So yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, so it took it took about a month for the trial, but it only took the jurors an hour after they had all that information to decide that he was guilty. And on July 11th, 1897, Erasmus Shu was convicted of Zona's murder and sentenced to life in prison. Good. <laughs> Right. So, literally, immediately after this, everybody was cheering. They all hated this man. They were like, you murderer. (laughs) They literally formed a lynch mob to take him from the jail and hang this man. 
But the stupid police officers stopped them before they could do that. <laughs> okay, I mean, you can't really do that, but... No, but this man, dude, like... I would have loved to see it happen, but also, like... <laughs> There's got to be a line, I guess, right? <laughs> I guess. But I feel like there weren't any lines at this time. So, yeah, why I that? Mean, it does surprise me that the police <laughs> stop them. But... I mean, whatever. But they they arrested four people for that. And they went to jail oh, for a long yeah, time. Okay. Well, so, we're up to them. I guess you can't just go and kill people. Yeah. <laughs> guess you can't. <laughs> Even if they're horrible, horrible people. Yeah. Um... So, Shu spent the rest of his life in West Virginia State Penitentiary, where he literally only lived for three more years until he died from an unknown epidemic, which sucks. Oh. And who even knows what probably, he had? Probably, probably like tuberculosis. tuberculosis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly. what everybody had. Yeah. Who didn't? Honestly, we're all going to die of tuberculosis, low-key. No. <laughs> oh, and also, no. sidebar, West Virginia State Penitentiary is extremely haunted. So, future episode, question mark? Maybe. Oh, because I really am trying to go there. And so is um, Eastern State Penitentiary. Yeah. That yes, I've is. seen. Yes. A little bit. Eastern so. State Penitentiary <laughs> is one of the most haunted. I think that's the haunt- most haunted jail in America. Yeah. I've walked past it before. <laughs> you didn't go I've in it? I've been to Philly a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't been in it or anything. I want to go there. That's like a bucket list to do like an investigation there. Yeah. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, anyway. Um, so after he died of an unknown epidemic, he was buried, which I think is hilarious, in an unmarked grave in some random cemetery. So nobody can even find him. And I went Good. on this thing, like, it was like, find um, the grave or whatever. They couldn't even find his grave. And I'm like, haha, that's kind of funny. Sucked for me, because I was trying to see if I was related to him. But Yeah, you, can't, you can't see your ancestors. No, no I'm not trying to see him. <laughs> Ever. You just go up to his grave and, like, spit on it. Right. I just, like, kick him in the ground. Exactly. He's already dead. <laughs> then yeah. he haunts me for life. Murders me as a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I guess since he didn't have any other family, they didn't want him to have, like, a good grave or Exactly. Anything. Like, he so. killed everybody else pretty much in his life, so that nobody cared about him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Zona's mom, Mary Heaster, never once in her whole life recanted her story about Zona's ghost coming back. And, but she did say that her, she never saw her ghost again. So pretty much she believes in me that that was her daughter literally coming back and telling her what happened to try to like get this man locked up. And then she like moved on, pass on into the light as they say. So mm-hmm. that's at least good for her. Yeah. I hope she's like, resting in peace. I don't always believe like ghosts stuff but mm-hmm. that i do i think i do believe that. i yeah i do too you know no i really do i do so especially since she didn't come back and say anything else exactly like that makes me believe it more like that she wasn't just making it up exactly like even after this man died she still was like no like she did come to me in a dream Mm-hmm. So, I think if she was making it up she'd be like oh yeah she came back and told me this too and exactly. she came back and told me this yeah, I think so, so. too. Like, she would, she, I feel like even, as though, although that story is crazy, I feel like she would have an even crazier story if she was really making it up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well. but yeah, like, literally without her going back, and without that happening, as I already said, like, they would have never reopened her case, and she would have been, said her cause of death is childbirth. For the rest of her days. Yeah, so. even though, like, they didn't even know if she had Exactly. Pregnant. Like, like, they still what? don't even know. Like, what kind of sense <laughs> is that? Makes sense. <laughs> right. Um, 
so actually, so people have accessed um, court records to try to like read this, and apparently nothing is written down in whatever records are left from then about any sort of ghost testimony. But according to literally everybody, like, it happened. Like, this ghost testimony was told in court. It's literally written as the only time in history, and I'll get to it in a minute, but in history it's the only trial that's ever had ghost testimony. So my opinion is that they probably knew how crazy it was going to seem, like, if they included this in the court records, so they just, like, left it out. Because they had other evidence. That wasn't the only evidence they had. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, they probably, I feel like they probably did leave it out. And yeah. they, she definitely said something about that. No, she 100% and did. And I bet the jury, like, that's the only thing they focused on. Oh, it would be the only thing I focused They're on like, if I was in that jury. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so today there is a state historical marker at the cemetery that Zon is buried in. And this is actually how I learned of the story as a kid because her cemetery that she's in as we speak is so close to my grandma's house on a traveled road that we travel on every single time I'm in West Virginia pretty much <laughs> and I was I had no idea until I um was researching this that that's where she's buried I just thought maybe that's where her house was because I have seen the sign many times and I literally did not know that's where she's buried but it is so I've literally been there which is insane. That is really crazy. I know. It's, Wait, I and now I'm thinking about how he might have been related to your family. I know. And <laughs> that's so... Okay, how would he have been related? Because, like, he didn't personally have any kids, right? Oh, uh, yeah, but he actually did have kids. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't... I think they were from before. His, they're, I'm okay. pretty sure they're from his first wife. Mm-hmm. Um, So... Yeah. So I was going to say, <laughs> you said that there was a random kid that she had and like... Oh, yeah. No, but he had kids. I'm pretty sure he at least oh, okay. had two. I know for a fact. So. Well, then maybe. <laughs> so that, that would be how. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the story of the legend of the Greenbrier Ghost. That is that's crazy. Awesome. I know. Like, it's actually The fact insane. that it's, like, not really a haunting. It's just, like, it happened one time yeah, and just, she went to her mom. Yeah. She was like, yeah, no, I'm not here to scare anybody. not really here to pull any pranks. I'm just, I'm trying to get my death avenged mm-hmm. and my crazy psycho husband rotting in prison for the rest of his life. Poor Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I know. Well, it's I'm crazy. glad she got what she deserved what she needed i know um same him to go to jail i know and i literally was talking to my uncle my uncle knows the story which is how i first learned about it um he was just telling me pretty much most of the things i said but i called my grandma before we recorded this to tell her that i was doing the story and she had no idea that his name was a trout and she was very shocked she was like oh no like i don't want that (laughs) association i was like oh no me neither trust me me neither but maybe who's to say oh no oh I my know. god Crazy. she's gonna like go digging in her stuff and be like oh oh look here he is right yeah no no <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> can't be having that but um anyways yeah peep our instagram to see pictures i have some pictures of zona herself the ghost lady the green ghost Ooh. so 
Peep our Instagram. Yeah. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Tell your yes, friends. Definitely. Your enemies. All and now them. you can go to our YouTube and Yes. Yeah. See once this one's uploaded, <laughs> um, you can comment. <laughs> yeah. But eventually they'll all be uploaded. Sorry, yeah. it takes a long time. <laughs> but a few yeah. of them are already up. So I know people like to listen to podcasts on YouTube. I do that sometimes. So Yep. Just thought we might as well add another medium if we can. Mm-hmm. And also pretty sure at least we're gonna include the pictures at least some of them in the youtube videos so oh yeah maybe another uh reason to watch on youtube mm-hmm. but yeah uh you got anything else savannah uh nope okay well that concludes episode spooky episode number 13 Ooh. Mm-hmm. see you next <laughs> week cue the music <laughs>